My name is Tennis Sommer, and this is Marbella Life. My next guest for my podcast is the lovely Millie, my amazing Pilates teacher who started her life in Marbella working in the nightlife industry to now running her own Pilates studio and company Pocket Pilates in Puerto Banús. Not only will she share her best beauty and fitness tips, and of course what she eats to maintain her abs, but she's also speaking openly about her past struggles with an eating disorder. Trust me, you will not want to miss this episode. Enjoy! We're going to inhale as we open. Exhale, press down with the left arm to your first nice and small. Exhale, up, seven. Slowly down, nice. Good form, everybody. Squeeze your glutes at the top, six. Keep it going. I like yoga, but I couldn't see myself as a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. I like fitness, but I couldn't imagine myself in the gym. Mm-hmm. And Pilates just seemed to be like this awesome middle ground. Mm-hmm. So I gambled. I'd done mm-hmm. one Pilates class in my life. Oh my. And then I started to feel like a hypocrite mm-hmm. because I was saying in class, you know, listen to your body, mm-hmm. you know, connect in. And I was starting to have cravings. When I was between 17 and 19, I suffered with anorexia. Mm-hmm. And it was a really hard time for me. And I got down to like, Tiny, like wow. literally like five stone thirteen, which is like kilograms. About thirty-seven. Oh my god! Kilograms. For me, at one point, when maybe when, especially when I was in the in the nightclub scene, I got very insecure, mm-hmm. and I started wanting to change everything about myself. Mm-hmm. But then, when I got into the wellness world, I kind of, thankfully, luckily, didn't get completely sucked into that element so if people want to look as good as you do do you oh. think they should just do pilates or what is your secret to looking fit and oh thank healthy? you so much that's so kind um hello good morning good morning hi midley how are you today <laughs> i'm good thank you very much it's sunday um it's beautiful so yeah all good and you yeah, I'm really good. I'm really excited to have you. Yeah. Because you're such a busy, busy, busy girl and, <laughs> and you can never, you know, sit down with you. So I'm really excited to talk to you about stuff that I've always wanted to ask you. And so I'm grateful so cool. to be here. So yeah. Amazing. Exciting. Let's start by just telling my viewers a little bit about you. Like, where do you come from? A little bit mm-hmm. of your, your background and stuff that you've done. Okay. So, um, I'm from England. Um, mm-hmm. from, a town called Macclesfield in Cheshire in the northwest. Haven't got much of an accent, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I went to, I grew up there and then I went to university in Cardiff in Wales and I actually studied journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a degree in journalism. I so worked- you should be here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I worked super hard. I was such a nerd in uni. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked really hard and I got a first, right? Mm-hmm. But then since then, I've never even had one person ask me if I have a degree, let alone what I got in it. Yes. <laughs> but that was, you know, it... it um, Those it, were the times you just went to university, I think. Huh? Yeah. Those were the times like you just went to university without kind of even thinking. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I just like I decided to do something quite general. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm glad that I did that because that's where I met my partner. Mm -hmm. So I'm engaged now. I've been with him for like 11 years, quite a long time. And then one thing led to another. 
ended up being in Marbella and now I teach Pilates and I have the studio. So it's been a bit of a journey. Yeah, this is uh, uh, a great journey because you've ended up in paradise from the cold <laughs> England. It's true. Um, so how has your relationship been with fitness and health and how did you get into Pilates? And oh. what did you do first in Marbella? Did you come okay. here to teach? No, you know, I came here with a different job. I mm -hmm. actually used to work for Kiss FM, the mm -hmm. radio station, and I used to work um, selling all the beds and the tables and the tickets in the, you know, promo. Mm -hmm. So many people come over here in the mm -hmm. events and promo industry. Um, and so, yeah, I came over and I actually worked with my partner. So I worked in Plaza Beach and Aquamist, do you remember? Yes, <laughs> for a few years, and even though I was good at it, mm -hmm. it was you know it was good money. It was never a job that I was doing because I loved it. Mm -hmm. It was just I just kind of fell into it, um, and I did it for a while. And I quickly realized, okay, I need to make a big change. Mm -hmm. This is not how I wanted to see my future. And you know, even though I was good at it, I, it wasn't good for my soul. I mm -hmm. didn't love it, so. I remember having, you know, going back after one of the summers and being like, I literally sat there on my laptop, mm -hmm. like Googling courses, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there was options between being a health coach mm -hmm. or being a Pilates instructor. And by this point, I'd only ever done yeah. one Pilates class in my life. And I was on the phone to my friend and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to make a gamble. I need a big mm -hmm. change in my life. I want to live abroad. I kind of want to work for myself. Mm -hmm. um, which one do you think I should do? Oh. Literally. And <laughs> she was like, she was like, I think you should do this one, this uh -huh. Pilates course. And, you know, I love Pilates mm -hmm. in that sense because I like yoga, but I couldn't mm -hmm. see myself as a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. I like fitness, but I couldn't imagine myself in the gym. Mm -hmm. And Pilates just seemed to be like this awesome middle ground. Mm -hmm. So I gambled. I'd done mm -hmm. one Pilates class in my life. Oh, my God. And I paid the deposit. I went to London, did the course. Mm -hmm. And then I came back to Marbella, and I was still working in the, the nightclub industry mm -hmm. while doing my training to become a Pilates teacher. Juggled it mm -hmm. for like a year. Mm -hmm. And then I started just um, posting a little bit on social media, started getting people ask me for, you know, tips and privates. Um, and then it just kind of led from there. But it was it was never planned. It just kind of one thing happened mm -hmm. and led to the other. So it was really quite, what's the word, um, organic in the way mm -hmm. that it developed. Well, you have developed. to thank your friend because she, you know, <laughs> she would have said the other coach. I know, exactly. You might not be a Pilates a exactly. queen. You know, for the people who don't know Millie, she is really like the Pilates queen of Marbella. You know, I don't think anyone, you know, I, I know so many people who have come to your classes and, and including men now. Yeah. So I actually teach so many men, mainly mm -hmm. more privately. Mm -hmm. Normally the group classes are a lot more women. Um, but actually tomorrow I've got mm -hmm. a men's class, which is starting. Um, so that's exciting. Mm -hmm. But um But yeah, no, I love it. But I think it, I was one of the first ones to kind of really get into it in this area. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of Spanish instructors in the surrounding areas, but I would say I was one of the first here, which, which was great for me. Mm -hmm. And when I started as well, it wasn't, there wasn't many places that did it. And now mm -hmm. it's becoming more and more saturated. There's Pilates centers popping up left, right and center. But, um, but no one teaches like Millie, really, really this, uh, <laughs> 
You know, once you go to Millie's class, you'll never go to another Pilates teacher. Oh, I don't know about that. You have to true see. <laughs> because you do really. I've been to Pilates before, and I didn't have a good taste of it because of the teacher. I thought it was just whatever this, <laughs> you know, whatever. I was like, no, that's not for me. And then I came to your class, and I was like, okay, this is the Pilates I like. You know, also because I think you bring so many different factors and different styles and like almost like you've done some yoga lattes you do a lot of you know like kind of um, meditation a little bit of mindfulness you you make it like really your own you could almost have like you know your own kind of pilates style you know and to be honest when i did my i mean i'm bassy trained and i Mm -hmm. absolutely love i'm so grateful for their incredible education Mm -hmm. and that really set me on my way um, and I did it very by the book for the first part mm-hmm. of my career, which mm-hmm. I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I was grateful for that. But when I started to kind of trust my instinct and put my own flair and mm-hmm. creativity into it, that's when it really boomed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say I'm quite individual in the way that I, that I teach. But you know, every teacher brings their own style, their own flair, their own essence. You can't say, Mm -hmm. I don't like yoga, or Mm -hmm. I like yoga, or I don't like Pilates. I like Pilates because you could go to one yoga or one Pilates class and hate it. You could go to another one and absolutely love it. Like the, the disparity in the Pilates world is huge. It is. And it's so depending on the teacher, the style, the place, like one Pilates in one place could mean one thing mm-hmm. and a completely different thing to somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. If, you, if you've hated Pilates in the past, try it again. You'll love it. You'll love it. But um, what do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions about Pilates? Um, oh, there's a few. Uh, one, then it's just stretching. Mm-hmm. It's really and not just, it's just like. It, yeah, people think a lot of people when they don't know they think it's just stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. Pilates is about the balance mm-hmm. of the musculature between the balance between the strength and the length. Mm-hmm. So it's better for your joints. You're less likely to injure yourself, and you just have more balance across the body. Um, people also think that it's the same as yoga, but they mm-hmm. are both amazing, mm-hmm. but both really, really different. Yoga is a lot more spiritual. Pilates is more, it is mind body, but it's, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's, it has a spirit to it, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's as, it's not as a, it's more of a newer practice compared to mm-hmm. yoga. Yoga is much more ancient. I would say the mind body comes into Pilates because when you're doing your Pilates, you are in the zone. You mm-hmm. should be in what's called a flow state. You shouldn't be thinking about what you're going to have for tea later what your boyfriend mm-hmm. said to you earlier or any of the other things going on in your mind, like you should be super present. So in a way, it's like meditation and movement. So afterwards you feel so much better, not mm-hmm. because you've mm-hmm. sat there humming, like mm-hmm. actually meditating, but because you've just been so immersed in, in, in what you're doing for that, for that time. Definitely. Um, what else? Also, that it's it's just for women. Yeah. No, it, I was going to say, I think, oh, what does the men say? No, this is something that women do and this is not really masculine yeah. or we don't need it. You know? Yeah, it, it's definitely for everyone. And actually, Pilates is by a male, by a man, a male, <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it, originally it was for training for people in World War II, for, mm-hmm. the, for the soldiers. So, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know what happened in between, but yeah, now it's coming back again. <laughs> big, so, a big so, journey, a big yeah. development. 
So if people want to look as good as you do, do you oh. think they should just do Pilates? <laughs> or what is your secret to looking fit and Oh, thank healthy? you so much. That's so kind. Um, no, I mean, one thing I would say, if you ever listen to a trainer, say a yoga teacher mm -hmm. or a PT or whatever, or a Pilates teacher, and they say, only do yoga, mm -hmm. only do Pilates, only go to the gym. I hope they don't say that. I, I would just say BS because... Mm -hmm. You get benefits from so many different training practices. And honestly, I think cross training is going to set you up for the strongest, mm -hmm. in the strongest way possible. Um, I think Pilates is incredible. I absolutely adore it. And mm -hmm. I, that is what I do for the majority of my training, but like it hasn't got everything, mm -hmm. you know, I would still say, especially for women, we need to also be lifting weights as well, putting that muscle under a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. Um, so we get that hypertrophy and we get more muscle in our body because it's just so integral to, you know, so much, so mm -hmm. much health and so much, uh, important things from head to toe. Um, but I also think as well, you know, it's important that we have a little bit of cardio in there. Now I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not very consistent with my cardio mm -hmm. because my life is so busy as it is. And I'm always on the go, but I would say getting, doing Pilates, a little bit of cardio and also getting some kind of weight strength training in there. Mm -hmm. Well, for me anyway, the combination of those three, maybe some additional yoga from time to time when mm -hmm. I want more of like a deep stress to release, also get into the fascia. I would say that that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. So listen up. <laughs> mainly, mainly Pilates, but for sure you want to get the, you want to get the, the weights in. And you also want to do mm -hmm. a little bit of cardio for, you know, to for your fitness and, and just for, for your long, yeah. yeah, for your heart, heart. and longevity. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of diet and uh, like health principles do you follow to, to look okay. fit and keep fit? And have you always been looking that fit? Like, were you naturally like that or so, has it been a journey? Wow. How long do we have? I don't know. <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> go so, ahead because I mean everyone is interested in naturally that, I'm petite mm -hmm. I've always been naturally petite but you know I've been on a big big journey actually when I was um when I was between 17 and 19 I suffered with anorexia mm -hmm. and it was a really hard time for me and I got down to like <laughs> tiny like wow. literally like five stone 13 I don't know what which that is, is like kilograms about 37 oh my God. kilograms. And you're yeah. tiny now. Uh, which is tiny. So I, I had zero muscle, mm -hmm. like literally nothing. Um, and it's been a big journey for me to, I mean, even though I'm not big now, I have the, more muscle on me than I ever have. Mm -hmm. And I have to work really hard for that muscle. Mm -hmm. So no, it doesn't come naturally, but I would say naturally I am petite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what, how did you get help? in that how did you like even realize that you had a problem because when you're in that state you don't even think you have a problem you always want to lose more weight and how did what helped you in that moment or how did you distinguish that I need help and I have a problem or how well, can I get better I think you've hit the nail on the head mm -hmm. you don't often realize you're in that situation mm -hmm. and I would say that I'm really lucky in the sense that I got in, I did get into a bad state, but it, I was lucky when I realized mm -hmm. I needed to change. It was, it hadn't gone too far. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not life threatening. Um, no, exactly. I mean, it, it was, it was bad, but it wasn't 
to that extreme at that point. And I was in denial for so long. Mm -hmm. People tried to help me. Friends tried to help me. My school teachers mm -hmm. tried to help me. And I was like, I'm I, fine. I'm fine. Like, I just thought everyone around me was fat. What a crazy <laughs> Which is crazy. Thing, and I yes. look back now and I was like, what's wrong? Well, yeah. well, that, that's mental. Because it is, it is obviously, it is a mental issue mm -hmm. rather than a physical issue. But, you know, I remember I used to, even though I was tiny, I used to wear these massive jumpers, always hide my body. Like, mm -hmm. so people wouldn't, I'd hide it. And I would even kind of like hide it from myself, mm -hmm. right? And then I remember I was in sixth form and we, I was doing my dance, um, I think it was like dance A-level or something like that. And I was in a show mm -hmm. and they made us wear like these tiny little leotards. Mm -hmm. And I never used to wear anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking in the mirror with this leotard on and I looked at myself like full body. And it was like, you realize like a pin just dropped. Mm -hmm. And from that moment, it was like my eyes opened mm -hmm. and I looked at myself differently. And mm -hmm. I literally was like, what have I done? Mm -hmm. What am I doing? And even though I got myself into it, I am very strong, which is I'm very strong minded. Mm -hmm. And actually, that's how I got into it. Mm -hmm. But in that same mindset, I managed you to get myself out of it. Out of it. Yeah. So oh, then that. from that point when that penny dropped and mm -hmm. when I wanted to help myself, mm -hmm. because you have to want it yourself, mm -hmm. you have to make the change yourself. You, As much as other people try and help you until mm -hmm. you have that realization yourself, it's, it's very hard mm -hmm. to change. So from then on, it's just been like this huge, ginormous mm -hmm. journey to where I am today. Um, but yeah, I mean, for a very long time, I was obsessed with being thin, mm -hmm. terrified of having body fat. You know, mm -hmm. I would live off sugar and low calories and mm -hmm. counting mm -hmm. and all of that rubbish. And then over time, it changed from weight loss to a journey of being into wellness mm -hmm. do you know what I mean um and that's yeah so now I know I, I, I said from that point that I'm never going to count a calorie in my life mm -hmm. and from that point I've never looked at calories ever again and I, I mm -hmm. never will and I also I don't think I've I think I know ish about what I weigh now but after that point I threw out scales mm -hmm. and now I, I don't care what, uh, what I wear no not at all. Weight for me mm -hmm. is just, it, it's such a, it's such an unreliable indicator mm -hmm. to health and wellness anyway. I just don't think anybody should be stressing themselves yeah. out about calories or actually what the weight, the, the scales say. I think there's so many other amazing ways to kind of monitor your progress and to track, you know. So how do you track and monitor your progress? What is like, when um, do you feel like, okay, now I'm at this level where I'm feeling super healthy and, you know, I'm happy yeah. with my body. and So a uh, muscle mass, mm -hmm. that's a big one. Also just the way that I feel, mm -hmm. my energy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and how you sleep. How I and... sleep, um, my skin. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, your skin Those looks types. good. Thank you. <laughs> I I've been on a very big skin journey mm -hmm. and at the, I'm at the point now where I'm very happy still on that journey of course but no 10 times better than it used to be that's for sure yeah but what do you eat then 
how how was then coming out of anorexia how did you start like finding what is the healthiest way to eat what is the best thing to eat yeah because that's also a tricky question nowadays what is yeah. the healthiest diet it can be a minefield and there's such and mixed so information exactly and i think well my 20s really was just working all of this out mm -hmm. i've gone and done every fad mm -hmm. gone through every phase you know but I look back now and I shake my head, but I had to go through all of those phases to get to where I am now mm -hmm. and to also learn to basically, I've had to go on a big circle, go through all of these random phases to simply go back and take the advice my grandma gave me of everything in, mm -hmm. in moderation, uh -huh. you know, and I should have listened to that 10 years ago, yeah. but I needed to go through all this mm -hmm. myself to learn to be where I am today. Um, Because I remember after after recovering from the anorexia, it was all very much about still calorie counting, mm -hmm. not eating fat. You know, the idea of eating a mm -hmm. cheesy pizza was like my nightmare, you know, and I was basically just living off, you know, vegetables and fruits and yogurts mm -hmm. and sugar and mm -hmm. cereal, you know, nothing nutrient dense, not enough protein, not enough healthy fats. And then it slowly changed. And then I kind of got really... Uh, really like most of people right that I know got kind of sucked into the propaganda of veganism mm -hmm. and I was I've always loved animals and I've really I care about the environment so of course mm -hmm. I'm not surprised mm -hmm. I got completely yeah. sucked into that um so I actually went vegan and I think I was vegan for almost three years and this was also the time where I was starting to train loads more. Mm -hmm. I was building my business. Mm -hmm. So I went vegan. I was building my business, which is obviously high stress. Mm -hmm. And I was training a lot more. But by this point, I hadn't learned the balance with mm -hmm. training. Mm -hmm. So I went from zero to 100, <laughs> like a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and as I say to my clients now, the body, the one thing that body hates is huge changes mm -hmm. going from zero to 100. But most of us live in that zero to 100 mm -hmm. mentality that all or nothing, right? So obviously with the all the exercise, the you know, the vegan diet and also the high stress, I came into issues, mm -hmm. hormone issues, skin issues, gut issues, fatigue issues, like mm -hmm. all of the issues. Mm -hmm. And, you know... But the thing was, I was posting on Instagram about mm -hmm. being vegan, this mm -hmm. and that. And I kind of created an identity mm -hmm. around it. And I labeled mm -hmm. myself as this. And then and so people I was, look up to you. And, and like, I look. was known for this. Yeah. Right. And then after a time, I started to feel I started to have issues and symptoms. And then I started to feel like a hypocrite mm -hmm. because I was saying in class, you know, listen to your body, mm -hmm. you know, connect in. And I was starting to have cravings like mm -hmm. for a scrambled egg mm -hmm. and just the, all this other stuff. And I was like forcing myself to mm -hmm. eat this ginormous salad, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> When really what I wanted mm -hmm. was like, I don't know, eggs on toast or, mm -hmm. or a burger or whatever it would be. So then over, I kind of brought back in eggs and then I brought back in fish and I started to feel better and things started to improve. Um, and then, you know, I just... I really just made a decision and I said, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. You know, I can't stick to this diet because of like being stubborn. Mm -hmm. You know, I really need to practice what I preach and connect in, which is what I did. And I ended up kind of bringing everything back 
So now I, 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 I eat meat again. I eat fish. I eat eggs. I do eat dairy. So I've had a, I have, I have so much more food freedom, mm -hmm. which coming from a restrictive place in the past with an, with the anorexia is a really empowering place to be in. But I would say I'm still very particular. <laughs> you know, I am, I do care a lot about sustainability, about quality, about where you get your food from. I think you, you vote with mm -hmm. your purchases. Mm -hmm. Like Definitely. I will not ever eat at McDonald's or a fast food mm -hmm. joint, not because it's unhealthy, mm -hmm. but because I know where Which that produce comes, comes from. And I'm supporting the deforestation mm -hmm. in the Amazon or like, you know, really bad factory farming. So I do eat meat and I mm -hmm. actually, you know, these days I love a grass fed steak and burger. And I really think that's helped me to be a lot healthier, but you know, I get it from the Gazillion Butchers or Finca Jimenez counter in our court in Glass. Like I really try and get the quality. I try and buy organic mm -hmm. where I can, but also don't get obsessed about it. I try to eat gluten-free, but now and again, if there's mm -hmm. a, a gorgeous, beautiful cake or piece of brownie, I'm going to eat it and I'm yeah. going to enjoy it because I think there's this fine line of being health conscious, but then becoming obsessive. Yeah. And after my previous history of becoming obsessive, mm -hmm. that's the last thing I want to do. And I really don't want to go from recovering from anorexia and then going into orthorexia, mm -hmm. which for today is becoming an issue where people are just obsessed mm -hmm. and too controlling. So, so yeah. It's difficult. It's difficult because, like you say, you know, you want to be gluten-free, but then some of the gluten-free products mm. might even be 10 times worse oh, 100%. than the homemade sourdough bread. 100%. You know, I, just, I think it's also finding the best quality, exactly. homemade, exactly. just avoid processed food. Exactly. You know, in the end, it's okay, like you said, to have the meat, but get it from the best source. And you know, they've got that new program at the moment, What the Health? Yes. Uh, oh no, no, it's not What the Health, that was the old one. That was what You are what you eat, yeah. Yeah. And the Even though there are good points to it, there's also so much BS in it as well. And the thing is, they're saying basically, they're, they're not saying it mm -hmm. exactly, but what they are trying to say is, you know, meat, bad, plants, good. Mm -hmm. But all of what they're showing actually is the difference between processed mm -hmm. and natural whole foods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the main thing, yeah. you know, um, trying to just eat as naturally and as many whole foods as possible mm -hmm. and reducing the amount of artificial and processed stuff. Totally. I think finding the balance is, is the key. Yeah. So that means you also drink alcohol. I do. <laughs> you see? I'm, I'm you not a big a drinker. And still have a cocktail. <laughs> But I think that's about balance. You know, you don't have cocktails every day, do you? No. You know? um, I'm not a big drinker. Mm. Mainly because I'm <laughs> such a lightweight. Uh -huh. I'll have one drink and I will be, I'll be pretty tipsy. Uh -huh. But you know, I, I love a margarita. Mm -hmm. My favorite classic margarita with a little bit yes. of chili kind of uh -huh. salt on the side. I think it's the best. Also, you know, some of my best memories have been when I'm on a beach with a fresh coconut and rum. You know, mm. I think, I, I mean, I absolutely love that. But no, I do. I don't have alcohol a lot, but when I do, I really enjoy it. And I would say, say if I'm going out with the girls, I'll probably have three drinks, mm -hmm. maximum four. 
but that's purely because I can't, can't take handle it. more. Yeah, you're tiny. Yeah, you, yeah you're not exactly. going to remember the whole weekend. This episode is brought to you by Besaya Beach and Tikitano by Besaya. Visit my website to find out more about these beautiful restaurants. Exactly. Uh, let's talk more about Marbella and mm-hmm. and the lifestyle here. How did you then? How did you end up in Marbella? What made you choose Marbella? Um, you know as what? Your destination. I have. I used like. I didn't try and choose it. I didn't mm-hmm. actually choose it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. As I said, I used to work for Kiss FM, mm-hmm. and I used to work within the kind of nightclub scene and the mm-hmm. promo scene. And my old boss at the time offered us an opportunity to come and work over here for a couple mm-hmm. of summers. And I actually wanted to move to Australia. Wow. Yeah. So that was my plan. From there. That was my plan. Like I literally wanted to go to Australia mm-hmm. and my partner was like, "Ooh, that's a bit far." Mm-hmm. So this opportunity for coming to Marbella and being in Spain seemed to be like a good middle ground. Mm-hmm. So I came over here with the mindset, "Okay, one or two summers, get the experience and mm-hmm. then go to Australia." Mm-hmm. And before coming here, I had no idea what Marbella was, where it was, anything mm-hmm. about it. But I loved it. And I just, I really, I just fell in love with it. And I felt so much better, even though I was going through the whole Mm -hmm. diet issue and building the business and da, 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 da. Just the weather here, the microclimate, and also the more relaxed vibe. Mm -hmm. I just, it it was amazing for me. Really medicine. Because I come from England, right? Mm -hmm. The mentality there is... Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. work, work, work. If you're not working, yeah, or grafting or grinding, mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong and you should feel guilty. Whereas here, it doesn't matter if it's Monday, right. Tuesday or Wednesday, you go down the beach side and people are drinking mm-hmm. wine on the side. And, and that's amazing. You know, I think, yeah. I think it's, it's more relaxed. People enjoy themselves more. They don't overwork themselves into the ground. And I think it's so much more sustainable for longevity and true wellness. And I think, I needed that mm-hmm. because I'm such a motivated, natural overworker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still an overworker now, mm-hmm. but being here helps me to slow down. I think I was going to say this could be dangerous for some people who yeah. are not so self-disciplined. Yeah. Then you can, you know, you can start drinking wine every day because you think like that's yeah. what everyone is doing. But uh, you got to stay focused. So you have that natural discipline. Yeah. You know, so exactly. yeah, for you, it works. It <laughs> but works. It, but you see a lot of people who come here and get lost in that mm. sense as well Ew. but your life has clearly changed from working from nightlife mm. to now working in fitness life and health life how is that life so different and, I yeah. mean you can't even compare it I mean, and, and you it was see a, a very different long side time. of Marbella as well yeah. that's like you love that side of Marbella obviously you loved it but then there's a whole different side of Marbella that you see probably now with your healthy yeah I mean I, I still see both sides mm-hmm. because I mean it was a very long time I was doing that I think I've been more in the healthier wellness kind mm-hmm. of life for uh, around six around six years now um but my partner he's still he's a an events organizer mm-hmm. runs festivals club nights dance events this type of thing and he's still involved in that here so I still see both sides mm-hmm. to it and that's one thing about Marbella is like you can live here and be like me and if you want not be 
not see any of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but then you can also come out here and get complete and like live the most unhealthiest party lifestyle ever. Like you, there is, it's mm-hmm. quite yin, yin and yes, yang, black and white. Extreme. You could get, yeah, exactly. I think for some people who don't have much self-discipline and kind of like that party lifestyle, mm-hmm. it can be quite a dangerous place, mm-hmm. but it, it, it yeah, it, it has, it has the best of both worlds. Yes. So. And if you manage and learn how to exactly learn how to do both, I think balance is just the yeah. key to everything, isn't I it? I know, with right? With, with living in Marbella, really <laughs> find your balance, find the but much better. Lifestyle. I mean, I remember working on the door of the nightclubs mm-hmm. like until five, six a.m. Just like yeah. sat there like a wilting flower. Just yeah. it was awful. Wow. So much better. Yeah. So much are, better. What are your favorite places now in Marbella? Where do you go? Like restaurant oh. wise or where you, where do you go out for a drink? What are your favorite places? Just to name a few. Um, so I'm more of a, I do go out for dinner, but I'm more of a brunch and a lunch yeah. kind of person. So I'd much rather go for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I love places like Manuka, especially mm-hmm. Marbella, Paisana, quality's great. Um, also ground, mm-hmm. um, downstairs of breathe, also organic on the golden mile. All the um, healthy places. All the healthy places. Yeah. And yeah. you'll find more of her, Vinley's favorite places in my blog. So she's not going to list them all. You have to go to my blog and she will have all of her favorite places and maybe favorite, uh, like secret places that she goes as well. On of her course, free time. actually Darren's place, Hustle and Flow. But if Darren's yeah. listening, he needs to bring back the matcha green waffles yeah, yeah because they champion. i was obsessed with them yeah. now they're off the menu so no, darren you got to bring them back the best brunch <laughs> the best brunch is really there it's really good and um i also want to talk about um the beauty standards and yeah the whole plastic fantastic <laughs> like revolution that going that's mm. going on really strongly in marbella yeah. and obviously on social media as well how do you feel about that I mean, that's been another massive journey, especially going from living in the UK mm-hmm. to here. I mean, as soon as I came here, I felt the difference. Mm-hmm. And I think it's coming over here, you can go, okay, I need to up my game, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you do walk around and you're like, wow, everyone's, everyone's beautiful. Barbie and Ken. <laughs> you know, and it's an affluent place. It's an affluent place. People have the money here mm-hmm. to do all of these things. But again, I also don't think it's as bad as maybe the stereotype it's given, mm-hmm. you know? Um, for me, at one point, when maybe when, especially when I was in the, in the nightclub scene, I got very insecure mm-hmm. and I started wanting to change everything about myself. Mm-hmm. But then when I got into the wellness world, I kind of thankfully, luckily, didn't get completely sucked into that. And, you know, for example, I used to absolutely hate my nose. And I'd have never been on a camera profile view. I was so insecure Mm -hmm. about my nose. You know, everyone else had these like little, little Mm -hmm. teeny ones that kind of went in and mine was a bit bigger and longer Mm -hmm. and and whatever. And, you know, I was, I was debating maybe I get a nose job. Actually, Mm -hmm. one of my really good friends had one, which made me think, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. that I didn't because I've learned to accept things about myself, which maybe weren't my favorite attributes. And I've learned to love myself anyway, 
you know you're beautiful and I think that's really important I think a lot of people need to accept and maybe not every feature is going to be their favorite Mm -hmm. thing you know everybody has something but just try and accept it and love yourself anyway but I'm not saying I'm I'm against any of that stuff of course Mm -hmm. not like you know especially if it's something to freshen your skin up or something to help you with your confidence like I had my boobs done when I was 19, Mm -hmm. I was young, Mm -hmm. and I don't regret it one bit. It Mm -hmm. it helped me massively with my confidence, but I did it because I was like a pancake, Mm -hmm. and unless I put on four stone, I was never going to have boobs, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? So I made that decision, and um, but I didn't go, I went very natural, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really, and I think, especially with the job I'm in now, that, you know, in, in sportswear and all that type of thing, I'm so grateful for that because it, it massively mm-hmm. helped me. So I think there's a there's a very fine line with it. I'm not against it, but I'm also, I think people go too to obsessed with it. And I think it's important to ask the why. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? You know, keep asking the mm-hmm. why. And a lot of it comes back down to things that we can work on in regards to self-love and self-worth. So yeah, I mean, I'm not against I'm not against it, but, and I will, will probably do some more of these things in the future if I feel like I need to, but I'll also always ask why and try and still age gracefully. I mean, I want to have expression, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to have a, like a crazy frozen forehead. I don't want to look like I'm 12 when I'm 40, you know, (laughs) it just looks weird. Like when I have kids, I want them to see the expression on my face, (laughs) you know, and I think more people need to embrace uh, aging gracefully, but I'm not there yet. So we'll see how it goes. (laughs) You are, you are, you're beautiful. (laughs) So what would be your best beauty tip? Best beauty tip. Like you have to do one thing. What do you think we should be doing? Mm. oh god there's a few oh you can name a few I'm sure they're all welcome for me well reducing stress you know the removal Mm -hmm. of stress really does create health Uh, that's a ginormous one for me but also I'd say especially on the journey I've been recently everybody can benefit from reducing sugar I'm not saying go sugar free Mm -hmm. But that would, to blood sugar levels, to monitoring cortisol, to improving skin, to improving liver function, you know, everything that's going to help you on the inside is going to help you look better on the outside. Yeah. And anything else? Sleep. Yes, so true. If, but when you have you, kids, I know. Hard. So I'm trying to embrace the sleep I can have now. Um yeah. yeah, it's just the basics, isn't it? If you get the basics going, then it doesn't matter what injections and things you do. I think you get your sleep, your your good food, your training, mm-hmm. and your mindset. Exactly. Which is another thing I wanted to ask. Yeah. How do you work on your mindset? Do you believe in manifestation? How mm. much do you incorporate what like mindfulness and meditation in your life and in your classes? Yeah. So in my classes, I always add a little bit in. I don't do a ton Mm -hmm. but I add a sprinkle at the start and at the end and I think for my clients especially I think that's a really nice balance for them you know I think if people want a lot of mindfulness and a lot of meditation they will Mm -hmm. go to a different Mm -hmm. type of class because most of my clients you know they they love that they see the benefit of that but they also really want to work their body um 
with regards to meditation, I've never been the best meditator myself. Mm -hmm. I've struggled to be consistent with it. I've seemed to do a lot better, get better results and also be more consistent with breath work. Mm -hmm. I love breath work and I would recommend everybody do breath work. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, and there's so many different types. It, it, it's really is incredible. Um, but I would say, you know, people seem to think that when you're meditating, you have to be set on a cushion, cross leg, humming, mm -hmm. you know, with your mantra on. But that's not really the case. For some people, that's great mm -hmm. and amazing for them. But for some people, it isn't the best thing. What's important is to be able to, every single day, to get into a flow state, right? You could be cooking. Mm -hmm. You could be doing Pilates. You could be in the gym. Gym. You could be walking down the beachside. Just doing something where you are truly present without distractions. Mm -hmm. You know, for me as well, walking. You know, we've just hiked uh, at Christmas. We hiked to Machu Picchu. We did a five-day hike, and we mm -hmm. didn't have our phones for the whole thing. And Amazing. that was pure medicine. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. I think it doesn't matter how you do it, but getting into that flow state, becoming present every day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I should probably meditate more, but I, uh, I would say I'm still a very mindful person. And, you know, I've started recently, well, in the last six months, actually, every morning when I wake up, I make sure that I don't go on my phone. It doesn't sound a lot, mm -hmm. but for about mm, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I first wake up, I'm not on my phone. I will make a ginger tea straight away mm -hmm. or a chamomile tea, whatever I have. And then I will go and sit in front of my red light. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'll either so do. So that's your beauty tip. <laughs> that, that's another one. So I'll do, I'll sit in front of my red light, mm -hmm. infrared light. And mm -hmm. um, yes, it's great for skin, but it's also great for energy, um, for rebalancing your circadian rhythm to give energy to your mit mitochondria, I think that's how you say it, energy in your cells. Mm -hmm. um, but it also just feels like really nice, you know. And so I start my day with that and in front of the infrared light, I'll either do breath work, mm -hmm. listen to a mantra, um, depending on how I'm feeling, or I'll do face yoga, which okay. actually is something else yeah. that I've started, which cool. I, I think is incredible yeah. to bring, you know, more circulation mm -hmm. and boost the lymphatic yeah. system within the face. Mine used to be really sluggish, and since mm -hmm. I've done face yoga, it really has improved, actually. Um, so, yeah, that's only takes me, what, 10, 15 minutes of a morning. And but it's, it's not a lot, but and I've been able to be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the past, when I was like, okay, I'm going to sit there and meditate mm -hmm. for 15 to 20 mm -hmm. minutes. I think I you have to find your kind of meditation. Yeah, exactly. Whereas mm -hmm. this, with the... With the with my routine, I've been able to sustain it and I enjoy it. So I would say that's my most mindful part of the day yeah. as well as when I'm teaching, yeah. because when I'm teaching, I'm in the, in the zone. Yeah. I can't be looking at my phone. Totally. I can't be thinking of anything else. You know, I, I don't even think it just, it yeah, just kind of comes. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that like the phones is such a major issue mm. and including myself, I'm guilty of that myself. Yeah. And it's something that I'm really working on. And I'm trying to do the same. That first thing in the morning, I don't take my phone to to start scrolling or checking my emails, whatever, because yeah. I feel like otherwise 
the phone or the rest of the world is controlling my day. Yeah. Whereas I want to be in control of my morning, my day and my focus. Otherwise, instantly my focus will be on these things. And if there's something negative, they will ruin my day. So yeah. I also feel that it's such a difference when I don't do that. And I almost forget about it even for longer periods now. Obviously, I have kids as well, so they keep me busy. But I feel so much better. And yeah. then I think it's such a small thing but it will make such a huge difference. You're 100% right. And what you said there, you actually put the nail on the head because if you wake up straight away and you look at your phone mm -hmm. and you have a million messages from other people about their issues, mm -hmm. about this or that, you're straight away telling your body or telling your mm -hmm. subconscious their issues are more important than mine. Yeah. You're putting them first. You're putting yourself second, mm -hmm. right? And not only that, it's like you wake up, you're... you're your eyes haven't woken up mm -hmm. yet you're still in the dark and then all of a sudden you see this crazy blue light <laughs> your brain thinks mm -hmm. it's midday mm -hmm. it's 12 o'clock your circadian rhythm mm -hmm. just goes out the window mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah it's an important thing that everyone should try so try it out it really works and sleeping and with aeroplane yeah. on aeroplane mode on yes, and ideally the phone well. away yeah. from the yeah, bed that i've yeah. been doing for a long time good but uh, another it. thing with meditation that I've been using lately, because I also, you know, we say we struggle with time and, and I'm not a person who meditates an hour. What I've been doing is a walking meditation. Because nice. you can have a walking meditation in your earpods or whatever and walk. And also just walking without anything. No music, no phone. That's yeah. another thing that I was like, when was the last time I did that? I don't yeah. even know. Because we constantly, like you say, we're distracting ourselves, you know, mm. with music, with phone, with friends, mm -hmm. with that. How much are we actually Too much stimulation. to be yeah. alone or just with our thoughts or just in the nature? It's something so simple yeah. that we used to do. But because yeah. of the phones, of we don't do that anymore. Now we have to incorporate exactly. meditation. It's crazy. But, and we're yeah. lucky here because yeah. we have the sea on our doorstep. Yeah, I think one of the best things, and it sounds cliche and very simple, but is literally taking your shoes off, going barefoot on the beach and mm -hmm. just sitting there, plunking your bum down and looking at the waves for like five minutes, getting mm -hmm. a little bit of sun on your face and just breathing for five minutes. Yeah. You know, it, it, it sounds cliche, but it's so grounding and it's so healing. Like when you've got barefoot mm -hmm. on the ground, on the sea, uh, not on the sea, <laughs> on the beach, if your energy is down, the mother earth will give you energy you know it'll help to rebalance you that's why you feel so much better mm -hmm. and when you're in nature you're by the sea you're taking in all the different energy from the the ocean the ground the, the, the sun you know mm -hmm. it really does lift your vibration yeah so final question because i could talk to you for hours I know. <laughs> we have to do a volume two um what advice would you give to a person who wants to come to move to Marbella and make it in the fitness mm. health world? Because it's not an easy place to do a career. No. How is it to really make money in this um, field? Because I know okay. it's not an easy place to do it because it's not Madrid. Barcelona is not a yep. huge city, but mm. there still is a clientele for that. So what okay. is your best advice? So there's kind of like two things I need to go in there. First, I would say you have to think of from a, a different perspective. Why are people, why would people want to come to me? Mm -hmm. What can I offer that's slightly different? What is your niche? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if you don't know that, then how are they going to be able to answer that question as in the people that you're aiming or targeting to? Mm -hmm. Um, because the market is so saturated. 
not saying that you have to do anything mm-hmm. crazy, crazy different, but you need to know your strengths. You need to know, you, you know, your pros. Um, so I'd say that's one thing. I would also say in regards to living here and making it a full-time job, which can support you because it's not cheap to live here. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to make a certain amount to live out here, right? Um, is to not rely on gyms, don't rely on studios, don't rely on anyone else getting your clients. You mm-hmm. have to create your own business and get your own clientele. And that's why I'm quite different to a lot of other instructors. A lot of other instructors, they go to another studio, say, can you give me a job? And they get mm-hmm. an hourly wage. And mm-hmm. in Spain, it's it's really terrible money, mm-hmm. right? And straight away, I knew my goals Mm-hmm. And also, I don't like taking orders from anyone. <laughs> so I was like, I need to create my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, it's hard graft. It really is. Like mm-hmm. you have to accept that for the first few years, you're gonna have to really work hard. But if you manage to work hard and create your own clientele base and create your own business, rather than relying on mm-hmm. getting paid an hourly wage from studios that give you their clients it will set you up and help you um, so much more harder at the start but you have to think past that and think about the long term like when I started it was literally just me (laughs) a couple of mats on the beach Mm my my phone or my speakerphone you for a little bit of music you can just start with that yeah and you don't exactly And, you know, I, yes, now I have a studio and I have all the machines and da 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 but I didn't have that for years. For mm-hmm. the first three years, it was just me, body weight, and mm-hmm. a mat. You know, sometimes not even a mat. It was like a towel, yeah. you know. But if you're passionate and you put everything into it and you know what you're talking about, you know, you're really yes. well, you know, you're qualified, then how, how can the universe not support you? Yeah. But I think... Uh, you have to work hard yeah and you have to love what you do because Millie's classes I don't think you've done a ton of marketing and ads and things but no. people have just come back because you're good it's word of mouth and that is the word best of mouth kind is of really advertising here. and in a, in a fitness world health world it is very small the community so people will know your name if you're really good yeah so just get really really good like like Millie has become. I would say and, as well. And you're always educating yourself as well. You're mm. always learning. You're always incorporating new things. Yeah. You don't get stuck like, oh, I did the buzzy training back in 2000. Now I'm just doing the yeah. same thing. Oh my God. There's like a million I'm on courses I still want to do. <laughs> I, I think I'll still be doing courses when I'm 90, but I just love it. Like that, that education, that information just feels, you know, I'm a nerd. Like mm-hmm. it, it really just gives me life. Like I, when I'm at home, I just read textbooks, but that's just me. But I would say another thing as well, utilize social media. Mm-hmm. I started posting about my Pilates, my clients on my stories from day dot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to utilize the technological age that we're in, mm-hmm. you know. And I got so, I don't do any ads, paid ads, you know, any pr- marketing like that. Mm-hmm. Everything is word of mouth and social media, but social media is a powerful tool. And I would say at the start, people have a lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. They're scared of saying, I'm here, I'm doing this, da 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 But you have to get over that. You have to allow yourself to be seen, even if you feel nervous. Just feel the fear and just do it anyway. Just be confident with mm-hmm. it and, you know, put out the energy that you want to attract and it, it will work. 
Yeah, and you're yeah. a great example of that. Thank you. So thank you so much for coming oh, okay. and for your time and for also for giving me a lot of, um, how do you even say, maybe also body confidence, but also you've given me such a good mind-body connection that I'm so proud to tell everyone. Yes. It's not, and you know, I've had two kids, two pregnancies, and I haven't had a single back pain no. in my life and I think all of my girlfriends and friends have suffered yeah. and still suffer with back pain and I'm like go to Pilates but you know you're you really you've been with me you've been training with me now since for, the beginning since the beginning yeah. there's a few that have been with me right from the start and you really have been very consistent yes. I've never stopped I mean I've always stopped only for the time when, yeah. I, when I've been pregnant or I couldn't come but I've always come it's true. And I don't go five days a week. No. I go once, maybe used to go twice a week. Yeah. And if there is a longer gap, it's fine. You just go back and you get back into it and it still yeah. helps, you know? Exactly. I think you've, people need to take a note out of your book in regards to consistency. The people, my clients that have, you know, had the best results and it, it, it's the same old advice. Mm -hmm. They have just stuck to it yeah. in their routine. Yeah. You just know, people that, do it loads for four months yes. and then they go off for six months yeah. and they come back for a month. Like, it, it, for it, it doesn't no. work like that. No. You know, we need to move away from that all or nothing mindset and embrace the, and be patient with the fact that these long lasting changes take time. Yes. Like it take, it took me years to build the bus, the muscle that I have now. Mm -hmm. And I still, you probably look at me and think like, she hasn't got loads of muscle, mm -hmm. but it, it, it's, it's not easy. And it's individual you know, as it's well. So Whatever individual. is, you know, your muscle mass is not going to be mine. And I get really easily muscles and that's, you know, we are so different. So exactly. just embracing that and working with what you have. Exactly. But anyway, exactly. thank you so much again. And you will find information about um, Millie's a studio and um, about her social media as well and of, of course about her uh, favorite uh, places to go and before I let you go have a tiny little present for my sustainable um, oh, thank you clothing so brand oh you so, just got a little panda that is the cutest because yeah, it's uh, representing like you know, the yin and yang, the black and white. We have to find the balance. The balance is what we've it's, been talking exactly, about. Exactly, because it's like sustainable, it's organic cotton, but we still have funky messages and fun stuff. And What Pilates has taught us with the balance, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly, so I hope you enjoy it. And um, Thank you so much. So cute. I love it. The simplest things are the best. Yes, exactly. Back to the basics, what yes. we were talking about, yeah. right? Thank so anyway, you thank so you so much. much. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Summer Mood, sustainable clothing that is comfy and chic. Visit the online shop summermood.com.